Hello guys and welcome to Otson Europa League fifth match day and I'm here with Danny Fisichella to analyze the best eight games and give you all the tips and predictions. How are you Danny? Ciao Edu, all really really well, so this is the tail end of this uh, European uh, you know, midweek games, very exciting Europa League, last two games to go, who's going to go through, who's going to play against the Champions League third team and who's going to go down to the Conference League, you know, there is even the, the Conference League uh, this season, it's all complicated, but that means more teams from the Europa League will have a chance to play in Europe when it comes February, March. What is Conference League? What is Conference League? So guys, leave a comment, ask any question to Danny Fisichel, and of course, leave uh, your comments with your tips and predictions, and don't forget, if you enjoy our video, support us, click on the like, subscribe, and click on the bell to get notifications. And now, let's go on with the show. We are not going to give you a lot of information because they are playing in a few hours, Danny, but already Bolis is asking you about Napoli in this tricky trip to Spartak Moscow, to Moscow. So perhaps you can give uh, some info about uh, this game briefly. Very tricky because Napoli is going to miss Ossiman for the next three months. He broken his cheekbone. He's got, they're going to miss Zambangisa. They're going to miss Insigne. They come on the back of a defeat, deserved defeat at Milan, the first defeat of the season in Serie A. It's going to be tough. This is going to be a test of how deep Napoli's squad is. Uh, my sensation is that uh, they will gonna come out fighting, but they won't find it extremely easy. Maybe an over 2.5 or both to score, I think, could be on the card. Yeah, we have good odds for Spartak. And guys, listen to Danny. He knows uh, a lot about Italian teams, as we saw in the Champions League with Juventus getting a smash thrashed by Chelsea, as he expected. So we have to talk uh, a little bit with Alvaro very soon and see yeah. his moustache very soon. But now it's time... <laughs> But now it's time to talk about Europa League and we are going group by group and in Group A we have Olympique Lyon already qualified and as a first of this group and they are playing against Bromby. So our eyes are on Rangers, Sparta, Prague. Both are with four points. Uh, Danny is a different Rangers, of course, because Gerard Lev now is McCallum on the bench and they are coming from a defeat against uh, Ivernian in the League Cup. Yeah. But the Czech teams this season, they are disappointing us. Also, Sparta Prague is not very trustable in their competition. What do you expect? Because Rangers, they are super favorites. This is the first game in charge for the new man, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, former Rangers legend, of course. And, you know, credit to Rangers because they acted very quickly. They knew that Gerard was going to leave at the end of the season or at some point. And so they had the replacement ready. But this is the first game in charge. And the defeat at the weekend was the first defeat for Rangers since September. It was a League Cup game. I think they could be excuse and you know Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a 
you know, is a classic name for us to follow football for many, many years, but also a proven manager with a good track record. He won in 2017 the Dutch league with Feyenoord against an Ajax team that reached the semi-final of the Champions League the following year. So it was a very tough uh, competition. Giovanni Van Broncos know how to improve uh, players with Feyenoord in the season. They score more goals than any others. They keep more clean sheets. It, it was five years ago, but, you know, you can already see um, this blueprint. You know, he's a good man manager, I think, Giovanni Van Broncos, that comes with a lot of uh, respect for the environment against Hibernians. Rangers lacked a little bit of creativity. They need to win this one to leapfrog Sparta Prague that they lost in the reverse fixture 1-0. The issue with Rangers is that sometimes at the back they are a little bit leaky, no clean sheets in last six games for the Glaswegian. Sparta Prague up and down so far <coughs> Excuse me. this season, fourth in the table. They are losing touch with Slavia, who's topping the Czech league, defeated 4-0 at the weekend. They are winless in the last three away games. Uh, Milly suggests corner for Rangers as an handicap corner, so I imagine why not. My one is half-time, full-time, the home side Rangers, which pays almost 3, 295. We can see then why Rangers is so favorite for this uh, game in Group A. Let's jump to the Group B. Here we are going to analyze uh, Monaco, Real Sociedad. The other game in the group is PSV Stum Graz. Uh, PSV is super favorite. Yeah. But this one is a tricky one. Uh, Monaco, they are topping this group. And if they win, they will uh, qualify. But we know... That Real Sociedad is very good this season. They are second in La Liga. They were stopped by Valencia in the weekend. But the mistake, Danny, was that Real Sociedad uh, weren't able to beat Stungrad when playing in Anoeta in the previous match day. And Monaco, as we are saying with uh, Alain Balnegri in our league and videos, is super difficult to predict because there are a lot of up mm -hmm. and downs. It's a team with a lot of quality, but uh, no consistent at all. Absolutely. Let's start by saying that a point in this game will probably be enough for uh, Monaco, whereas Real Sociedad needs to avoid defeat, but they play PSV at home next. So this could be uh, tricky uh, for them. Yes, Monaco really unpredictable. Started really badly against Lille the weekend. In the second half, they improve. As soon as Ben Yedder, who has already scored nine goals, came on the pitch, they were much better. They need to play more. Uh, he hasn't started many games, also because Kevin Folland hasn't been scoring many goals this season. If you add this with the fact that Golovin is out, yes, out of a sudden they lack creativity. This is a team that, as Alan says very well, and I, I listen to his analysis every week, they lack goals. Only 19 goals scored in Ligon uh, so far. At home, they are not bad. They are unbeaten in the last six, but they are not scintillating. i give you a key stats for tell you how Difficult is for them to score a goal. Only six attempts on target in four games in the Europa League. If you don't shoot, you don't score, I think. Real Sociedad, second in the table in La Liga, 
Also, they are a low-scoring team, only scoring mm-hmm. eight, but they can keep the clean uh, sheet. Uh, they've got a very good team spirit. They are unbeaten since the first game of the season against Barcelona when they lost uh, 4-2. Oyarzabal is back for this one after a month uh, being injury. And, you know, I think uh, Real Sociedad is a team that starts the game slowly but grows into the game. There is a very interesting stats about La Liga. This is the team that improves the most in the second halves of La Liga. And they are actually the third biggest scorers of goals in the second half. 17 goals scored for Real Sociedad in second halves is like the third in Europe and also a team that attacks a lot. 189 attacking faces in Europa League. Third team for attacking faces over 1.5 goals in the second half, 222. Mm, Isaac to score is telling uh, Mili, why not? Although he's not been uh, very clinical either with uh, Sweden or with Real Sociedad uh, lately, actually. But let's see. In Group C, we have this Spartak Moscow Napoli, and this is a very open group as well, especially if uh, Spartak Moscow beat Napoli. And the other game is Leicester City, Legia, Warsaw. We have the odds for the Foxes to win, and it's very low. 1.2 because Legia they are still an absolute disaster when they are playing in the extra classa. They lost again at the weekend. They are in relegation position. This is very weird for a team like Legia that they are used to win their competition. But in Europe they are still alive, especially Dani, because as we said in the reverse fixtures, uh, Legia, Barso was able to beat uh, Leicester City and Brendan Rodgers met. They are not in the best uh, moment of the season. They're not uh, having a great season, actually. What do you expect here in this Leicester Legia? Well, first of all, this game is a little bit of an anomaly because they will know the results of Spartak Napoli. And I think that gives both teams an advantage. If Napoli wins in Russia, Leicester needs three points. By the way, this is the only group where the games are played in a different day or a different time. Obviously, games now, they need to be played at the same time to don't give teams an advantage or a disadvantage. Leicester, uh, I think this season, they are a little bit disorganized, especially at the back. They lapse, they got some lapses of concentration. They conceded 20 goals from set pieces since last September. They conceded again from a set piece against Chelsea. They do lack, yes, the little bit of focus. Um, against Chelsea, they were outplayed, lost 3-0. Uh, better when Madison came on, so they played with a midfield three, but they were missing Tillemans. He's the person that makes them tick in the midfield. I think... Uh, Overall, the season has been disappointing. They got a worst goal difference in the league, worst points tally the last year. The question is, maybe Leicester got as used too well. They punched above the weight for so much. And every season, they end up losing some of their best players, most of them to Chelsea. So <laughs> you know, it's difficult to rebuild and rejuvenate the squad. But I think, you know, with the acquisition of Paston Daka, for example, they did a good business. They got young uh, midfielders as well. 
I think they're obviously uh, favorites despite having only kept two clean sheets so far this season, three defeats at home. And then they play the big mystery of Europe. What's happening to Legia Warsaw? Nine points in the league. The former champions, they won the league last year. Nine points, uh, three wins, th- 10 defeats domestically, goal difference minus 11, lost eight of the last nine uh, games. And of course, last month, they got a new manager, Marek Globieski, who, by the way, was the second manager. He was the manager of the second team. So though they've done everything at home, Marek, Marek Globieski had a nightmare of a month because he lost all the game. You wonder, maybe they have sold the star players. No, no, it's the same team. Actually, they've strengthened this summer with a couple of acquisitions. It's just not happening for them. Emreli, the Azerbaijani striker, probably is the, the man Leicester has to fear the most. He has already scored five goals in Europa League, three in the league. But yes, it is a team that has been poor also in Europe. Uh, six attempts on target only in four games. So second uh, from bottom, Leicester favorite. I think they will know, obviously, the result of Napoli. If Napoli gets a good result, they need to win. They don't want to go to Napoli in the last game of the group and risk to be uh, not knocked out, but maybe finish second and play in the playoff against the Champions League team or finish third and going down to the Conference League, Leicester Asian Handicap, minus two, 192. Yeah, they have to smash indeed uh, Legia also because if they arrive to the month of February with nothing to play for because in the Premier League they are going to be in the mid-table, it's going to be pretty bad season for the Foxes. Then we go to Group D. Here we have Eintracht Frankfurt already qualified and we have a good game between Greeks and Turks, uh, Olympiacos. Fenerbahce in the reverse fixture. We saw Olympiacos uh, winning 3-0 in Istanbul and things are going well for Olympiacos domestically. They even beat uh, Eka Athens, a tough team, of course, playing away in this weekend. But uh, since they lost both games against Eintracht, Dani, they have to win this game against Fenerbahce, fifth in the Turkish League, as we see in the odds, of course, the home team is favourite again. Because they are unbeaten domestically, Olympiacos, uh, they are six points ahead of AEC, they won the derby, as you said, in the, in the weekend, uh, El Arabi scored twice, so it is a, it is a team that at home, uh, it's competitive, I think uh, they were thinking to play the Champions League this season and they were knocked out by Ludo Goretz in a strange fashion at penalties back in uh, the summer, you know, a win will guarantee Olympiacos to uh, go through. But, you know, Fenerbahce uh, have drawn two of their four matches in this competition. So they are uh, resilient, not easy uh, to beat. And it was a good win against uh, Galatasaray at the weekend. Last-minute goal from uh, Crespo. Uh, not Hernan Crespo, Miguel Crespo. Uh, despite oh, the fact that they were only playing with 10 men. So they managed to win uh, the derby. Ozil score uh, the first. You know, they score in six of the last seven away games, Fenerbahce, so careful because they might go on the score sheet. But for this one, they're without Ener Valencia, who scored five times in the Europa League. Also Fenerbahce, one of the most unlucky uh, team in Europa League. They hit the woodwork four times, but I think this might be a low-scoring game. Uh, Olympiacos might have more of the ball and control it under 2.5 goals. Double your stake. Okay, we went for cards, I remember, in the 
first in the reverse fixture because we expect a hot yes. game always with um, Greeks and Turks uh, yep. coming to the Turkish League. Let's talk a little bit about Galatasaray, Marcel Galatasaray, as you said, Danny, they lost uh, against uh, Fenerbahce and this is a very interesting group because we didn't expect uh, Galatasaray to be topping this group with eight points, two victories, two draws. Therefore, this is almost a must win for Marcel, who started the season pretty well with uh, Sampaoli on the bench, already worked for some months before with Marcel, but they are not getting, I think, the results we should expect for Marcel, especially in the last games also in Ligue 1 and in this Europa League, four games, four draws. What do you expect here? Another draw, perhaps? Could be. Uh, by the way, Galatasaray lost the derby but won the choreography. Because you know, if you know, if you've seen it, they use a Squid Game teams for the choreography. They always, always amaze me. Uh, Where do they find the time to do it? But anyway, uh, let's see if there's gonna be another, uh, another, another great choreography for this one. They are top of the group. They are unbeaten, so they're doing much better in Europe than in the Turkish league. They only scored three goals though so far in, in, in the Europa League. So you know, one of the lowest uh, scoring uh, team. Marseille uh, needs not to lose, but if Lazio beats Locomotive away, which I'm not sure they will, uh, they might be out already, they might be third, so probably going to the Conference League. Anyway, Galatasaray, very inconsistent, only three clean sheets in the last eight, um, but, you know, this is the, the good news, because before, they were shipping even more goals uh, domestically. The issue with Galatasaray is that they beaten Lazio at home in fortunate fashion, because the goal was basically a gift from uh, Stracosha, but apart from that, they have not beaten top teams so far this season, apart from a 1-0 win against Konya uh, Spor. Uh, Marseille, they come rested, uh, not because they wanted to, but because they were forced to against Lyon. So, yeah, basically they didn't play the weekend. They haven't played since the 7th of uh, November. And the problem with Marcel is a team that has got a lot of the ball, a lot of possession. Yes, of course, it's a San Paoli team. What else would you expect? A team that has completed the most passes in the Europa League. They lack the end product. Against Lazio in the 2-2-2 two, 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 in the 2-2 two, two draw, they had so many chances. In the end, it was 2-2, two, two, a bit unbalanced. They conceded two goals. They could have scored at least four or five. They need more end product there. They are one of the best defenses in League One. So this is something uh, to build on only with 12 goals conceded. They are unbeaten in the last seven games. They also did very well against PSG, nil-nil. So that means they can match even top quality team, Olympic, to score first. That pays too. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Milis and MD actually are going for Max Sale, Asian yes. Handicap Zero, or Draw Novet is the same. You get your money back if there is a draw. It's another possibility if you think that some Paulist men, they are going to do the job in Istanbul. And the other game of this group, also important one, is Lazio playing in Moscow. As And Danny, it's not easy to travel to Moscow. In no. this time of the year already with snow mm -hmm. and Lazio, they were doing well in the last few weeks, but we saw a very poor Lazio against uh, Juve. They were completely overplayed. You spoke before about the gift of Strakoska when they were playing in the velodrome. What to say about Reina and Juventus yes. and the uh, second goal? And Cataldi, and Cataldi who gave, who gave of, the first penalty away, so yeah. 
Oh my God, what a what a gift! Uh, what do you expect here then? Lazio to bounce back or be careful, as you said, because it's not easy to win right now in the pitch of Lokomotiv. Right now, fourth in the Russian Premier League. Yeah, despite losing at the weekend to nil, Lokomotiv uh, not in a great form. They only won two of the last uh, 12 games and the last clean sheets were in September for Lokomotiv, 2 nil nil. So basically, Lokomotiv, if they score, they also concede. So you might want to go for a high-scoring game. They lost also Lokomotiv three of the last four games at home. But Lazio, uh, yeah, they, they took a step back against Juventus and you saw Juventus against Chelsea, uh, how poor they were, but yet Lazio were tactically outplayed. Juventus waited in their half and they hit them on the counter uh, and Lazio yeah, paid the silly mistakes that they did. Of course, without Immobile, for them was difficult to find spaces behind their Juventus defense. They didn't have a point of reference. Then Muriki came on and the light completely went off, of course. Oh uh, they God. didn't know what to do with the ball after all. Lazio was the first defeat in five games. I'm sure now Murigi is going to score uh, this game to silence me. But anyway, I think what they need to do is they need to learn Lazio to manage games a little bit better. Uh, Sarri is... Uh, has ditched some of his tactics. He's trying to build a more uh, cohesive and physical uh, side, but still they concede a lot of goals in Serie A. 21 uh, goals conceded, third, third worst defense if you look at the top of the table. And also the question that you also have to bear in mind with Lazio is how good are the second choices? How deep is Lazio's squad, a team that hasn't really been strengthened a lot this season? And also Sarri has played many any of his first uh, team players against Marcel, he doesn't rotate them a lot. Uh, next up for Lazio is a very tricky game and Napoli, if they want to keep in touch with the top of the you know the top teams, a point might be enough as well. We said also they got the last game at home against Galatasaray. Uh, I'm expecting goals. Uh, check the lineup, see if Immobile scores, but go for over 2.5 goals to one. Uh, we have Santa from Indonesia telling us a draw in this Moscow Lazio locomotive. I mean, Mili, both teams to score 1.9 and MD opposite, actually, going for under 1.8. Yeah, actually, the bookies expect uh, not many goals in this game. Then let's jump to group G. Here we expect Betis to beat uh, Ferenc Baros. Therefore, uh, if uh, Leverkusen beat Celtic, we have the both teams qualified. Leverkusen, it's true that they won in Bundesliga 1-0 against Bochum in the previous weekend, but uh, they are not in great form since they lost against Bayern Munich. Even the yeah. coach, Seoane, is... Uh, they don't have he doesn't have the trust of the club uh, but in europe they are doing pretty fine they thrust uh, betis in their last uh, home game whereas celtic they last the they won the last three games in all competitions danny but when they play away they always suffer this is something historically so i guess we should expect uh, leverkusen to win this game 
It's a very up and down team, uh, Leverkusen with a new manager, so on. You know, when things go well for them, they are really good, but sometimes they can get horribly wrong and they got trashed a couple of times uh, this season already at the weekend. They won first win since October in the Bundesliga. They are unbeaten in three, so they come in a decent run of form. They are the second joint top scorers in Europa League with 11 goals. They score four against Betis as they say one key stats about Leverkusen is they score a lot of goals early they tend to hit the net early especially in the Bundesliga nine times they score in the opening 15 minutes of Bundesliga matches uh, in Europa League they've been playing on the front foot first for attempt on, attempt on target 36 but second from bottom <coughs> for attacking faces that tells you that they're clinical they when they attack they end up shooting on goal but they not normally uh, play in the opposition half whereas Celtic is also another attacking team when he plays in Europe, fourth for attempts on target in the Europa League with 25 attempts. So you might expect both teams to score. Also because Celtic have a very informed front trio. Furuashi, the Japanese, 13 goals. Jota, 6 goals. Eliel Abada, the Israeli, 7 goals. So in total, they've scored the 44% of uh, Angie Postecoglou's uh, team's goals this season. They are unstoppable in Scotland when they are in form. When they travel to Europe, things change mm -hmm. a little bit. Also, because Celtic have got a problem, they keep conceding soft goals. And that's what cost them also against Midgieland, if you remember, in the summer when we were talking about that uh, game. A draw is enough for the Germans. Celtic needs uh, to win uh, over three goals. One night. Look very difficult this one for Celtic. We expect um, Leverkusen and Betis going through. And in the last group, we have West Ham already with 10 points. But the interesting game is going to be played in the Maximir. We have uh, Dinamo Zagreb. Genk uh, here, a victory, immediately qualified the Croatian team. And actually, I'm very surprised to see these good odds for Dinamo Zagreb. Danny, you will tell me, but I would uh, take him. Take them straight away, 2.58, a team that overall they are doing well and they beat already comfortably against 0-3 in the reverse fixture. Genk is struggling also in the Belgian league. Also, yeah. you like these very good odds. 2.5. Yeah, I think I think I think they are based basically on on the reverse fixture mostly, and the fact that uh, Dinamo Zagreb are slowly uh, getting better after a poor start, uh, third in the table, they have a game in hand, so potentially they could be top at home domestically. They've already scored uh, 33 uh, goals. Uh, they do not tend to keep a lot of clean sheet. Only one clean sheet in the last eight, one uh, three games. You also have to remember that Dinamo Zagreb could play for the draw and be assured to finish second if then you know they manage to get another point at West Ham in the last game, which is already qualified. So Dinamo Zagreb could go into the playoff against the third place teams of uh, the Champions League. Genk, uh, again, a bit of a disappointment. is another defeat of the weekend. Lost to Neil, they're eighth in the table. Concede a lot of goals. They already conceded 25 goals in uh, Belgium. Is one of the worst defenses in Belgium. And although they were coming on a run of decent results, that was the first 
defeat in uh, six games. Uh, I think against West Ham, they were fortunate in the end to equalize. It was an own goal from Suchek that gave them the 2-2. Uh, look, the thing with Genk is that uh, they're always in Europe. We, we got used to them, uh, although some people mistake them for Gant, but please don't do that. So uh, Genk, uh, they are a team that is used to play in Europe, but it's not a big team. It's not a team that invests a lot of money. Uh, they haven't rejuvenated the squad a lot. They've invested Match they got two good players, I think. Onuacho, who's also saw playing for Nigeria, and Ito, uh, it's they are very threatening. But the rest of the players, some of them are young, you know. Um, it, it, it's not quite clicking, you can understand why they got an ups and down. You know, uh, Dinamo Zagreb uh, to win is good, but if you don't trust them too much and you think okay, they might still even go for a draw, you can go for an Asian handicap, Dinamo Zagreb minus 0.5, which pays a lot already. 2 and 10 and basically if they draw you only lose half of your stake very good odds as Chris is telling us incredible odds for Dinamo Zagreb to win especially after the reverse fixture I completely agree these are very good odds that I would take then Danny we have the best eight games even nine if we count the Spartak Moscow Napoli analyze and it's time to listen to your ACA for this Europa League match day Okay, it's four games and it's going to be for me, I think, I hope. A win for Rangers, Leicester to score in both halves, Lokomotiv Moscow, Lazio, both team to score, and Leverkusen Celtic, a lot of goals, over 2.5 goals, the total odds, 9.44. Mm, this is great, 9.44. I'm just reading here the outright market <laughs> for Europa League and it will change completely when we have the teams from the Champions League always favorites. When, you know, when, when, you when you drop their Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona, like... Borussia Dortmund, for instance. <laughs> yes, immediately But still, we have uh, good teams and we are enjoying these um, group stages of the Europa League. Danny, thank you very much as always for giving us your tips. Thanks everyone also for watching. Still leave a comment with your tips and don't forget, click on the like and subscribe. Danny, see you very soon. Thank you. Ciao Edu, speak soon. Bye-bye.